Hey, hey, it's Wayne Brummett here with Allie Alderigo of SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, it's been forever since uh, we've been together, and I apologize. It, yes, it seems so, hasn't it been? How long has it been? Like almost three, four weeks, right? Yeah, we're into uh, the end of the month now for January, and I think we did our first call the 1st of January together the very first week, uh, like the 8th. Yeah. And then the last two you had to do without me, and now, you know, now I finally have a uh, time to do it. <laughs> I, well, I that's know, good. I yeah, that's horrible, cool. just, yeah. Yeah, you're busy, right? And that's something that you know you can't ever ever complain about. And I love that. Not that I'm not so I'm not busy, but um, but you have the uh, field trips going on. You have other things during the day that you have to attend to, which is happening right what you know when we're talking. So that works out awesome, though. It's great for you. So today's call, you know, we wanted to chat about you know why we're doing okay. You know, why are we killing it when others maybe aren't or why this, the last few months we've been doing so well. And, you know, that old motto, you know, you're growing one student at a time is really the concept of how we continually run our schools. And, and that's really what it's all about. It's quite, quite simple. There's structure to it. But, um, so you, you were just saying you, you had how many signups this month? 15 people converted. Right. Yeah. Thus far we have 15, um, what is today? Wednesday. I don't know. I'd have to look on my dashboard here uh, to see how many enrollment conferences I have tonight and then also tomorrow as well. Um, I can look at that real quick. But, yeah, right up <laughs> to this point, we have 15 signups this month. That's great. And I'm, great. I'm at right around 10 or 11 in my schools, and that's uh, between the two schools. So, I mean, you know, there were times, I remember years ago, we're talking probably the early, mid-90s, where my buddy and I would call each other and I'd go, 30 sign-ups today, today, like in one day, I'd have people sign up for the year, 30 of them. Like, I'd get like 30, 40, 50 sign-ups in a month, you know, that's in my schools. I had like almost 470 members in the one location, um, another 330 in another different world back then, different dynamic, you know, I don't know what changed. There's definitely way more competition in my area than ever before. Um, literally, you know, then, you know, I was a very professional school. Hardly any other people were professional. Now a majority of the people are running their schools like businesses and they're getting more and more professional. So, uh, you know, the competition is, is stiffer. So it's not as easy. So I'm happy with 10, 12, 13, 15 members in one month. Well, you know, that's pretty awesome for me. It is, yeah. And so today I've got four enrollment conferences, and then tomorrow I've got another two. So, That's you know, great. even if, you know, we'll close maybe hopefully at 20 students, but if not, maybe 17 or 18, you know, new students. Yeah, and we have, and we have to give Gus some kudos for that because he's running our Facebook ads yes. from uh, from Lead Hunter Media, and um, he's doing a great job. But what I love about it, you know, I said to him, listen, over the last few days, I haven't gotten many calls. So let me get right to work, and I'm going to uh, work on those ads for you. And then last, in the last few days, I got three signups online uh, for people to take the three-month special. So, um, you know, he makes it happen, you know, which is cool. Monday, Monday, uh, we started a new uh, a new ad campaign. I I did not do ads this month because I have just been – I know okay. that sounds horrible, but I have just been so booked um, that I – Literally, I know it sounds hard. I can't take any new students like this month. I was right. so booked. Right. You know, we have like four, forty some odd trials this month, um, so I really can't. I really couldn't manage anymore. 
So anyways, yeah, uh, we just started a new ad campaign on Monday. And I kid you not, we started, uh, it was probably two in the afternoon when he, when he got it running, running and, and moving forward. And by the evening, by seven o'clock that night, I already had, uh, three, three, uh, people opt in and I'm looking at them. And I had done something on the opt-in page that actually messed the opt-in page up. And so they okay. were brought to an error, they were brought to an error page. I've since fixed right. it. But, um, I had to actually say, hey, wait, stop getting me leads. <laughs> Cause I got to fix this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's fixed now. But I'm just saying within a few hours, I already, and one of them had two kids. So really that's four leads. Um, yeah, you know, that type of thing. And I think that's great. So we talked about too on this trial, uh, on this campaign is straight to the checkout page because I want to see what happens, uh, with right. that. I know it's not preferred, right. but you know, hey, well, you know what? It's not preferred, and I'll, I'll tell you the secret. And I hope Gus isn't listening and he's going to get mad at me, but it's not preferred by people that are controlling the ads because they want to see how their ads are performing so that they can monitor the progress and do what they need to change things along. So they're missing a component when it goes right to our checkout page, which we use in the SPAR. Um, they're missing the communica communication component so that they don't have feedback to know how we're doing. Um, so that's why I always let them know how, I'm, how we're doing, you know, how many people signed up, how many people looked at the checkout page. And, and there is no doubt that you're making them jump through another hoop um, so there are going to be less people that are going to do it. But it's weird because I have people that will sign up and jump through the hoops, you know, like actually have to go to another page, fill out the page, sign up, schedule a class, and they actually don't even remember doing it. You know, sometimes they're, they're like, who are you? I'm like, I'm the guy that you filled out the page. You took five minutes, you know, like yeah. and they, they pretend like they don't Ten know anything ago. either. Yeah, either they changed their mind or um, now it's real to them and now they're going to have to come through and actually do something about it. Um, but uh, Or people just want to see if it's real and, and they can actually get it and then they don't want to use it. It's a weird dynamic. But anyway, about 50% about of the people that walk through my door on the special and actually do a few classes, about 50% of those people will convert. So I'm getting like a, what would that be, 25% rate? from the initial sign-up, somewhere around there, of actual membership sign-up, which is great for me. It's well worth the money I'm spending. A lot of new blood coming through the door. Even if they're not trying it, people see, like, wow, there's a lot going on, a lot of people coming in, that hype and that buzz is there, and so on. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, the hype and buzz has been just crazy. I This is always a busy month anyways because of the karate for Christmas for me. But um, right. in addition to that, I uh, always teach – so the high schools that are in the Kankakee County area where I live, uh, there is one uh, place – it's a school called the, the uh, Kankakee uh, County Area Career Center. And right. so the Kankakee Area Career Center has – if you want to be a law enforcement officer, if you want to learn welding, if you want to uh, be a fireman, if you want to be a hairdresser, if you want to get into nursing – that's the career center there. And so ah, every year I go into uh, the career center for the police department and uh, I teach defensive tactics. So every Tuesday this month, my whole day 
it has been taken up. I get there at 8.15 in the morning. I leave at noon to go eat lunch. I come back at 1. I finish up at 2.40. And, of course, then it's, you know, get get changed and get over to the studio. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, so let's, let's, stick, yeah. let, let's stick with that a bit. I want to ask you a few questions. So um, school owners, right, you know, obviously they, they start a school. They've been doing it for quite some time. The vision is, you know, uh, the more they build their business, eventually they'll hire staff and they'll they'll be able to come out of the business a little. Um, you and I have kind of come full circle where we're working more so than ever, but enjoying the heck out of it. Like I just had a friend today, we went out to breakfast, and um, he said, uh, you know, one of my other buddies said, you know, yeah, the headaches of the school and blah, 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 blah. And my friend answered with this one comment, which is very, very important relevant he said yeah it all depends on how much fun you're having while doing it and it things annoy you less when you're having fun if you're miserable right everything sucks and you hate being at your company at your business no matter what the business may be everything is going to suck you're going to notice every little complaint everything is going to bother you and so on so how do you continually keep yourself going you're, you're motivated you're there at night you're working from morning to night um, you know, I mean, what's, what are some of the things that keep you motivated? Like what, what keeps you going? Um, well, I, I, I want to pay the bills, but <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, okay. You know, that's motivation, you know, uh, listen, I, for me, it is, I want to get to a point where every, literally every, uh, July I take off and I already take a week right. off in July anyways. So I just need to, for me, not be there for three more weeks. But then also right. once a month, um, I, I want to take a little mini vacation with my wife and that's going to start, um, come September because our son will be by August be off to college. And so the very first month that we'll not have anybody at home, um, I right. want to do a three day vacation every month. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, once a month, you know, to go out. Well, you know, I, I need to make sure that uh, I'm bringing in the money to to do that, to right. enjoy those type of things. Um, I know that she personally is going to, she's going to, you know, uh, have a hard time. I'm going to have a hard time in the reads. You understand when your daughter left. Um, yeah. But she's going to have a hard time just because she she was always here at night with him and I was at the studio. So I yeah, yeah, have yeah. rearranged things at the studio so that I will not have to be there on Friday nights ever again unless I want to be so that I can, you right. know, I'll, I'll, need to, I'll need to work during Fridays, but I won't have to be there Friday nights um, just the way that I'm going to have everything set up. So that's a motivating factor to me because I want to spend more time with her. Not that I didn't want to spend time before, um, but even more so now, I, I don't want my wife to be lonely. I don't want to right. lose the our relationship, the connection. I want to, you know what I mean. So those those are some motivating factors. The other motivating factors for me is to see my head instructor start to blossom and bloom, and to take on more responsibilities. And then, right. you know, obviously with more responsibilities comes a bigger paycheck for him, and I want to pay him more. Right. But in order to in order to do that, there's going to be responsibilities that I'm doing that he's going to need to take over. And thus far, he's been doing yeah. a phenomenal job with those things. Um, and then the other yeah, motivating factor is uh, I, I am going to uh, open up a, a second location because I have another guy that wants to do this for a living. And uh, right. so I've got to have my duck, ducks in a row in order to do that. 
Right, right. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, the financials are always, uh, and it's funny, I, money is, is important. Um, without it, we can't survive. It's always great to make a lot of it, right? That's another great thing. However, I, I enjoy the, the freedom of, right. I was going to say it's the freedom that, that money allows you to be able to have. Um, right. I think that, that makes, makes things a lot better. Now, Okay, so for instance, um, I, we had uh, 15 signups, right? Right. Um, we actually had 16 signups, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell you one of them because um, she is a mother of four who has um, uh, filed for bankruptcy. She's hard, just just going through this hard time, um, right. and I don't know her personally, but. There's been references to her. I kind of, anyways, long story short, I'm helping her have one kid in the studio. I think it's going to be wow. a great influence. Um, I think we will be a good support system for them. Um, and so yeah. making that money allows me to be able to do some other things for other individuals, if that makes sense. It totally does. I mean, yeah, so, so I mean, there's a lot to um, success. You know, success is an interesting thing. The more success you have, the better it is, the more capable you are of helping others, doing things for free, donating to charity, having more time to do the things that you want to do and work and help others, you know, that kind of thing. So that's an awesome motivational factor. I mean, I find that for me, um, my resurgence, and, and, and people may hear this and may be like, oh, you know, I can't believe that he's admitting to this. But, I mean, I went through cycles. I've been doing this for almost close to 30 years of running a school. You know, I've had multiple locations. So I put in so much time over the last 29, 30 years. Um, it, you know, I, I came to a point where I was burnt out. But what I was burnt out mostly with was, you know, the headaches of people that, um, didn't align with my mentality, right? So my personality and um, and believe in what we do. Like there are people out there that buy things that hate it. You know, like it's funny. Like they'll buy a Toyota because it's a good deal or it's the, what they're doing at the moment, but hate the car and complain about it for their whole lives until they buy another Toyota when that car is up lease or whatever. You know, so for me, I found that working within my own mindset and making sure that people are clear on what I do and what I want and how I think, um, and um, that made it better because those are the people that are signing up in my school. Like, for example, I had a guy last night um, teaching at my East Isaac location. He's a dad. His mom, uh, the wife, just had a baby. The kid's a great kid, and the dad's, like, so into following me where I go. So if I'm teaching at West, he wants to bring his kid to West, you know. A few days a week, he wants his kid to be with me. And he says, I want you to, I want him to be with the source, the guy who started this, the founder of the system. I want him to learn from the best, you know, that kind of mindset. And whether I am or not, I, I love that they care enough and they align enough with the message that they believe in me enough that they want their kid to be with me, right? Other people could care less. Whoever's teaching is fine. You know, what, I, what I'm getting more and more people, and I use the word buying into, but not really buying into, but believing in right. um, more about yep. what we do, right? And that, that's why I love back to our killing it every single month thing. You and I are both doing the one-month special, right? You're doing that now with the one-month special too. And um, I had someone last night try out class, and I said, listen, you have a whole entire month. And they're like, well, how much is it a month? And I told them. And, and they said, oh, okay, that's pretty fair. And I said, but you have a whole month to decide. I said, let's not worry about the financial stuff. 
talk, talk it over with your husband to make sure it's affordable to you. But um, I want you to fall in love with what we do. I want you to love what we do so much that it, no price is ever going to matter. Right? You'll do whatever you can to be able to afford what we do. Not not like I, I'm scaring them away financially, but I want them to love what we do so much that they, they want to be there. And I don't want to try to convince them to be there. I want them to want to be right. there, right? You know, and that's that's what's changed the dynamics of my school. Well, yeah, and, and I don't know if it's that we're uh, maybe uh, I'll put this in uh, uh, my mouth, and maybe you you're this right. way, but I'm I'm uh, more jaded now than I've ever been before. Um, I'm a little more crotchety than I've ever been before, and right. I, I say that with 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 the idea or purpose that I don't have time to mess around with people that don't want to be here and that don't subscribe right. to our philosophy. And they right. just, all they want to do is complain. And so yeah. I even in my, um, in my uh, enrollment video process that, that I send out, because I have uh, emails and texts that go out, you know, with different right. videos uh, to prep them for the enrollment conference, I tell them, you know, look, I know that you're trying this out. You, you, I don't know, you know, your, your trial is X, you know, number of days or X number of weeks or whatever it is. And while you're doing that, you're seeing if we're a right fit for you. I'm seeing if you're a right fit for us. And I, right. and I just want to be transparent with you. And, and I, I tell them on this video, some parents take this as egotistical or even harsh. Please don't do this. Um, we want students that and parents that don't see this as an activity right i don't want you to think that i want you to see it as a way of life and you're going to bow down to me and all that other stuff that's not what i'm talking about but you see the um benefits that the martial arts can give your your child over a longer period of time and the longer that they're with us the more that they're going to benefit from that and my hope is right. during that trial period, you're actually going to see that. And then you're going to turn, even if you did this trial with an activity in mind, that you're going to go, oh, there's so much more than just the kicking and the punching, yeah. this activity thing, right. or even so much more than the self-defense. If you yeah. don't ever get to that position, you're got, we're not going to be the right fit for you. So in my right. opinion, I wouldn't join. I wouldn't join. But if you do yeah. see, and like, so I'm literally telling them, don't join if you don't fit this mold. Yeah, and you know what? That is so true because um, when you when you think about it, like you you want to create this culture within your school where a tribal mentality, where people will follow and do and be a part of and and, and proud of and believe in the brand so much that they become kind of like they are with sports fans, right? Like you know they'll paint themselves all different colors and stand out there in, in 20 degree weather without a shirt. Um, without a shirt, the yeah. Team they love, right. You know, like wh why is it sometimes we can't get the buy-in from our students to go to a specific parents night out event that we're doing or wear the school t-shirt. Like right now I have a really cool or awesome t-shirt. Um, and I thought people would love it. And, you know, like I thought it would be flying off the shelves, but it's really barely gotten any traction. So, um, I wonder, like, what the culture is and what, what it creates sometimes, you know. But for me, my goal is just to create raving fans, you know. Ultimately, all I want to do is create raving fans, you know. I want people to be so happy. And um, I've kind of loosened up a little, too, like, with my rigidness sometimes where people are like, oh, I can't come 
through the month or whatever, can we put the membership on hold? And although I say that they could freeze some time, but they can't freeze their payments, you know, I'll work with them and do whatever I can to make them feel special. Like, you know, anything I can to make sure the parents, even recently on that new shirt, I have a whole bunch of parents that are diehards. I just gave a bunch of them out behind the scenes to some of the families so that they could <coughs> wear them and feel proud of it. So, I mean, that's really what we're doing. So, you know, um, and that's important for us to grow and continually grow our schools. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And and um, yeah. I had a conversation last night with, with one of the parents. We were talking about his son moving up from our five- and six-year-old class to the seven-and-up class. And he said, well, you know, when does, uh, you know, Archie get to move up? And I said, well, when does he turn seven? And he said, not until next June. And I just proceeded to talk with him about – and he had done martial arts years ago. Uh, not with us, right. but, you know, years ago. And uh, I right. just proceeded to say, you know, look, we'll move him up at age seven. Or if he belts out of the five and six year old program, um, but we won't move him out if he belts out of that program and we don't feel that he can handle it yet, or he turns right. seven and we still don't feel like he can handle it yet. Of course, we're right. going to sit down, have a meeting with you, talk about those things, our goals that we're looking for in order to move him up. And he said, yeah. yeah. And I, and and I just said, look, I I go. Um, you know, I just want to be transparent with you. And he said, no, no, I appreciate that. I would not want him to move up if he's not ready. And I said, well, I've had parents angry at me before when I've not moved their kids right. up. And he said, well, you won't get that with me. And I said, great. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah so. you see, because they're aligned with your concepts, right? Like, so they're not looking for the belt uh, and the and the trophy <clears throat> when the student didn't deserve it because you um, – and for lack of better words, it would be like you chose well when you got them in your school. You indoctrinated them. You And I call it the onboarding process, right, where you bring them yes. on board. Well, and he even said that, okay, so when Archie starts, I think I'm going to go ahead and start with him. And I said, well, you already have experience. And he goes, well, I, out of respect, I'd like to start at the beginning. He goes, I may know some things, but I believe that there are some things that you guys can teach me, even though I know some things. I was like, right. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So, so you and I are killing it with Facebook ads. I'm doing, still doing some Google AdWords myself. I'm, I'm doing all the other traditional stuff that we've ever done, buddy passes and all of that stuff. Right. I was going to say, I don't have to do Google ads just because um, there's, there's not a lot of competition in the town that one – Nobody's doing Facebook ads in the town. Nobody's right. doing Google ads anyways. But the other thing with regards to that is um, I, when you type in my name, I show up number one on all the search terms anyways right. because of my SEO. Right. So I, I've not done Google ads in quite a long time. Yeah, I, I still run like an X amount of budget per click based on Google AdWords. And, and no matter what, depending on what they're, you know, if I, I could put in way more keywords and, SEO on my ad Google AdWords than I can on my website, you know, so that I might be able to target a specific ad. But um, yeah, so I'm doing the Facebook ads is absolutely killing it. You know, the um, Google AdWords is doing okay. You know, nothing crazy. My SEO is awesome, but you know, I feel that that energy, and I don't I don't know if people get this, but it's it's that synergistic energy. Um, and I'll give you an example. My client, um, uh, I won't mention his name. One of my clients. He, um, sometimes he could be like a little hard to get him to move forward on certain things, like if I have a new idea or whatever it may be. 
he knows who he is when when he's when I start talking about this. But um, so for a while he's like, listen, I've been so excited, I've been so motivated, I've been so up, and the energy's there, and people are seeing that, you know. And uh, he said it. People are noticing it and saying to me, wow, you're, you're so. it seems like you're so excited about the classes. And then he said the last two weeks it's been a little slow. In fact, he's still using Google uh, – not Google AdWords. He's still doing um, Facebook ads with, with us as well. Um, he said it slowed down a little bit. He says, but the energy's a little different. I said, but has your energy changed? Has, has your energy – has did you reach your plateau and your caffeine level run out and then you start to go down? Um, and he says, yeah, I haven't been as motivated. I said, you see, that's the hard part. As instructors, we have to stay motivated, so excited. Like, I come home and I talk to Nicole, my fiance, every night. And I know you know her, but I just for the listeners, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's home with me there. And, and I'll say, look, I, I have another three people signed up tonight. Like, I'm still as motivated as I was 30 years ago about, oh, this new cute little kid. Or I talked to a really great parent. Or one dad just last night, the, the guy who follows me around, he said, my kid needs gear. What do you recommend? And I'm like, oh, package three. So, okay, buy it for me, you know, in the fighting gear. You know, $260 later, um, he's all excited, and he goes, you know, it's so great that you guys do all this stuff for the kids. Like, he's so into it. that I said, I need 100 more people like you, right? You know, and that's the – but the energy, the attitude comes from me. It pours out of me. And if you don't have that, then you're never going to grow. It doesn't matter how many ads you have, you know, you're – you're going to have people in through the front door, out through the back door. They're not going to feel that excitement and energy and motivation. They're going to quit. So that's what it's all about is staying staying super motivated and, and being the leader for your clients, your students. Yeah, and I've, I've talked about that with my staff that I, after I, especially when I used to teach every single night, um, I give it all out on the stage. To me, that is a stage. Right. And, you know, yep. the parents are the audience and, you know, the actors are the students. And, you know, we've got a play to put on, a performance to put on. Well, by the end of the night, right. uh, every, everybody leaves. And depressed isn't the right word, but close to right. being depressed <laughs> is. Because right. there's such a, such a wind down that would happen that I needed, you know, probably a half an hour at the very least to kind of regain my composure before I would come home at night. So oh, I, I know, come right? home at, you know, 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock, whatever, and then I would need to be a husband. And my, you know, right. you know my wife would want to tell me what's, what's happening, what's going on. Of course, I just want to come in and, and, and eat dinner and, like, not talk at all because that's all I've done is talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I had to tell my staff and I never thought of that like it never occurred to me until one of the staff members said that you know I, I just I, I almost feel depressed sometimes after I get done teaching I go oh my gosh that's normal you know <laughs> and he wasn't thinking it was normal and it absolutely is that means that you were on fire that whole time that you were out there I, I used to I used to feel and, and I, I'm going to get a little you know esoteric here but I, I used to teach and you, you throw all your energy out, right? And I literally, like, I'll give you an example. One time I was in Vegas at the Super Show, and I shot a video for, um, I forget what it was, probably Century's video thing for the lesson of the month. Um, I shot a physical video on how to do whatever. I taught seminars during the day, and, um, at, you know, speaking in front of a big, huge audience of, like, three or 400 people. 
And by the afternoon, um, the person I was with was like, oh, we're going out to dinner. We're going to go out dancing. I'm like, it's already 10 o'clock. I'm exhausted. Like, what, what do you mean you're in Vegas? You're, you're a loser. You don't have energy. And I'm like, you have no idea how expended the energy that I was, how tired I was. I literally could go back and just crash. Um, but I did ask my yoga teacher about this, and he, he said you have to learn how to give the appearance of that energy without physically giving that energy. He says you have to be able to share yourself with people but not share all your energy with people. He said, and then we call it energy vampires because people, they're there to, to get you. You know, you're just like this past weekend, I was at the um, uh, Action Martial Arts Hall of Fame and uh, for the weekend and, um, you know, just talking to people, you know, from the morning to the night. Hey, how you doing? You know, you're excited. You haven't seen them in a while. By the end of the day, you're, you're spent, right? You're tired. Right. You know, that takes a lot out of you. So instructors need to understand that. But unfortunately, though, um, if they don't know how to teach with that energy, then people are bored. I, I, I was watching people teach at this event. These headmasters, man, are they boring. And are they, te- some of them are terrible, terrible teachers. I mean, I don't know how they have any followers. I don't know how people even come to their seminar. I'm shocked at how bad some of these people are. They, they mumble when they speak. They look down. They don't address people. They're, you know, even Sensei Hayes and I were chatting, Stephen Hayes, and we went out to dinner. Same thing as we do every year at Carmine's, right? And, um, and he was saying, yeah, like people, sometimes people talk so much they don't teach enough. He says, he goes, just shut up and teach and have fun and give the class energy, right? So that's another part of right. growing your school and keeping it going. What are your thoughts on all of that? Well, you know, it's it's uh, the whole onboarding process, right? And part of that is getting the buy-in, like you talked about, um, the, 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 the touches, that actually happened. Right. So I don't know about you, yeah. um, but when uh, through Spark, obviously, you know, they can make their appointment online, and then from there they get an email right. that they made their appointment. They get a text message that they made yeah. their appointment. You know, we call them and say, hey, we got, you know, and then the day before they get a text message, the day of they get a text message. Yeah, when they yeah. come in, that whole process, they need to feel welcome. Like, so I'll give you a for instance. Last night, we were slammed. Um, I had 22 appointments last night. Wow. So some of them were first class. Some were enrollments. Some were uh, discovery sessions. Uh, and I'll explain what that is as, as, I, as I move through this. But um, I, I'm so busy, and I see this family, this mom and this kid, standing by the front door. I've never seen them before. Uh, I can right. tell they... Hopefully, hopefully they just walked in. I don't think they were standing there very, very long, but the place is packed. And uh, I, I just walked over to them and I said, hey, are you guys here for your first class? And they said, yes. And I said, come on over this way. I said, I'm sorry, uh, we're a little busy right now, but come on over this way. And I brought them into my office. And then once we were in there, I introduced myself. I found out who they were, yada, 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 that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that whole that whole process of, um, you know, they they got a video uh, of where they were supposed to walk to. You know, when they walk in, they're supposed to walk forward and go into the office. Now, whether they watched the video or not, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, it was me apologizing. I don't know how long they were standing there. Apologizing. Brought them into my office. I, I kid you not. I said, did you have any uh, – I said, did you have any trouble finding us? She said, well, actually, I did. I mean, oh, well, you did? 
And she goes, yeah, we actually went to another studio first. Wow. And I go, oh. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> she tried to try to say the name, and then I repeated the name to her. And she goes, yeah, that's it. She goes, it's over by. I said, yep, I know exactly the one. And she said, uh, but they, they, they told me where you were. Okay. And I thought, wow. I, I'm going to go over to that studio, and I'm going to thank them for that. Because yeah. that doesn't happen very often, right? Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that whole process well, they must, of they getting must, them ready. They must, they must either really respect you or they're honorable people, right? Or, um, you know, the people specifically asked for you, so they, they gave it. But that's nice of them to do that, right? So that's something yes, you should absolutely. definitely create a, rela- a relationship with them so that, you know, you guys can work together. Maybe once you do your tournament again, they'll bring their students, that kind of thing. I thought about that. I thought that's an upstanding, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. anyways, that whole onboarding process, and maybe we could do another call of, of, of yeah. like, how that actually happens. But, you know, how you're yeah. speaking to them when they're in front, getting them ready, get, making sure the kid is comfortable. I mean, all of those things. Right. Uh, get you know, giving a tour of the studio, that was a nightmare <clears throat> because we were so busy. And right. If there, was, if there was less than 60 people in that studio at that moment, Right, you know, it, I, 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 there's probably seventy-five people in that studio at that moment. I mean, that's how busy. Well, you know, was. you know what? People don't want to go to a restaurant if they drive by and the windows are open and there's one person sitting at the table. Right? They'll they'll stand on line to get into a restaurant because there is a line. Not that they want to be on a line, but because it must mean that it's busy hopping and popping. Like I have people say to me wow, I can't believe how busy you are after all these years because they drive by, there are cars everywhere all the time, right? Like, like, I can't believe it. You know, after all these years, you're still that packed. I'm like, hey, listen, we're, we're, we're still doing our things 29 years later. So it's important for people to realize that, you know, you're busy for a reason. And, and it's good for them to see the controlled chaos, right? You know, the, you know right. how you were able to find them and bring them over. Um, by the way, just for you, a, a quick tidbit of information. Like, I've been giving out – I bought a bunch of the little uh, – they're called ninja rubber duckies. They're from Century or Asian World. I bought these little tiny rubber duckies, you know, that they look like ninjas. And uh, when a kid comes in, first class ever, they're little. You know, I hand them one of those. Or I'll give them one of my stuffed animals from my curriculum, the actual custom stuffed animal that, that I have. I have these two, two of them that were made. This is the eagle which has his hakama on, and then this wolf we never got – this was only in the prototype, so I never got it done. But these come from my book, so I have a few hundred of these left. I used to try to sell them and very rarely sell them, so I just started giving them away. Um, and, uh, nice. you know, to like the kids who come in for the free month, I'm like, hey, buddy, here's your gift. You did a great job today. So little onboarding things, and people see that we're a family-based school that cares about their children and are willing to do things for them. So just some little things, you know, you, you may want to consider little giveaways. Would uh, would a would a, a Mr. Bremmett bobblehead be uh, not appropriate? Yeah, they're expensive though, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know, but I just that'd be too I, I think they're limited edition now. They're very very valuable. I've seen a few of them going on auction for hundreds of dollars. They're vintage. They're vintage. Yeah, they're vintage. Or like a Kung yeah. Lee. I have um somewhere, oh, I have it at my dojo. I have one of Kung Lee's action figures, you know, like that's cool stuff like that. But, yeah, those little tiny little tchotchke giveaways, whether it be a sticker or something little, it just makes that better connection. But, yeah, so, I mean, 
these are some of the reasons why you and I are killing it. And you also said you had trials still, not only from your from your free month Facebook, but you're also getting them from your karate for Christmas and from your field trip. So that's why, you know, listen, it's unheard of in many schools, 69, you know, uh, people in a room, you know, at one moment, you know, in that one hour or, you know, 15, 16 trials sign up, you know, uh, for the year, yearly signups. I mean, depending on what you're charging, even if you're charging 150 a month just to give people numbers times 16, I mean, that's $2,400 in added revenue times 12. You're looking at 30, almost 30,000, $28,800 in new added revenue. I mean, that, um, for any CEO in any corporation would be jumping for joy at like a 20 or 10% jump in revenue or 5% jump in revenue. You know, you're doing that. If we could continually to do that every month, man, you'd be busting at the scenes where you'd have to cut, shut enrollment down kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, um, that's a problem. In it. I mean, that's a high class problem, but that's a problem in of itself. Right. Right. So, um, right. so yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know if you want to, maybe next, next call we could do like talk about our onboarding processes. Um, well, you know, before, you, you could lay out yours, call, I could lay out mine. Yeah. Before that call, oh, yeah. I, I oh, want to yeah. see if it's okay with you. I, I have a little argument going on with, um, you know, uh, famous, uh, world famous John Graydon from uh, the NAPMA organization and uh, Maya Amata, right? He has. Mata. And um, him and I, him and I have a little bit behind the scenes gripe going. Um, he put up a video in our forum on, you know, just another guy bashing kata and tradition. And it just, I don't, he's a friend of mine, so I don't want to say this, but it infuriates me a little to hear people talking negatively, like, why, why pull your hand back in chamber, you know, why do, you know, all of these things where people are, it's almost like saying, you know, why put pizza sauce on the pizza, you know, why sprinkle cheese on there, we could put on, you know, people do it in Manhattan, they have a pizza place that does dessert pizza with dough and syrup and chocolate and icing, I mean, at that point, it's not pizza anymore. It's a dessert just using the same dough. So, like, if you don't mind, next week I'd love to I'd love to hammer it out, have him hammer it out with you and I um, about uh, you know about why tradition is so important and why people, martial artists especially, should know better about bashing tradition and getting rid of the tradition and so on. So anyway, but so then maybe the following week after that we could talk about on onboarding processes. Because, yeah, um, yeah, no, they're essential for success, dude, dude. Right, like. Isn't the onboarding literally, you know, what's that old saying? You only have one time to make a first impression, yep. right? And if you if you have a bad first impression, you're screwed. But if you have a, a good first impression, now you have to keep building on that, right? Because people are listening. Their ears are open. So how do you make that the most stellar customer service experience where even if they don't join your school because they can't afford it or the schedule doesn't work out mm-hmm. or you know, they want their three-year-old to do MMA and full-contact kickboxing, and it doesn't meet your right. standards. You know, how do we um, how do we make that experience so good that they'll even recommend people to us when they don't even join our school? We had another, yeah, we had a, an enrollment conference. I think it was Tuesday, um, and uh, no, yesterday was Tuesday, so Monday, and the the parent can't afford it, and she right. said, when we can when we can afford it, we will be back. And right. so, of course, we created a task to call them in a couple of months to say, hey, is this, yeah. is this a good time to start again? 
you know, that type of thing. So you're right. If you make a good first impression, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to continue. If you make a – go ahead. Yeah, if you make a good first impression and they can afford it later, they're going to come back and do it. But you got to you have to follow up on them. Yeah, and you know what I was going to say too is, and I know you probably do this as part of your just regular sales experience, but um, sometimes for the listeners that are out there, can you um, can you present it to them in a way where you know there are a few options when people can't afford it? Can they ask their families to help? You know, is the birthday mm-hmm. coming up? Yeah. You know, is it Christmas? You know, all of those things, and they're like, no, I really Maybe don't have anyone. I tax season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so but so sometimes people don't even think like, wow, I could, I could ask my mom and dad. They they want to, you know, buy Johnny something, so maybe I could ask them to pay for a few months in tuition, that kind of thing. Yeah, and our um, program, but, uh, yeah, our program director goes through that. But yeah, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because that's something that we do, but it's unsub to everybody else, obviously. Right, right. People don't normally think of that, right? They they don't they just say, oh, you can't afford it, you know? Okay, I get it. Um, but uh, <laughs> but also too is. It's large deposits. Like people sometimes are funny. They'd rather put five hundred dollars down on their credit card so that they can lower their monthly tuition because the monthly tuition is the budget that's killing them. One sixty a month or one fifty a month. So maybe they pay five hundred down and now their payments are only one oh five a month and that's much more of a monthly comfortable thing. And then they could just pay their card off, you know, random at random when they feel like it. You know, so that's another option as well. Um, but this goes into sales processes, and we could go over that too. But but I think the onboarding, um, the real communication, like really, like I just had that lady, I told you the dad yesterday was upgraded his child. Um, he, he follows me all around, that kind of thing, and um, bought gear. And as he was filling out his form, he's like, oh, that's my wife's emails with an M, not an N. So she hasn't been getting any of our emails all this whole time she's getting my text messages but not the email so one portion of the communication has been missing so um yeah well, thing. we yeah and i'll tell you that's part of our discovery session that we have oh, okay. so yeah. not to get in, in, not to get out that right so uh so for instance that you know i had that lady come in last night with her son Right. We got them ready for right. class and then now next class on on uh thursday when they come in we have a discovery session for her, uh, and basically all it is, it's a questionnaire on an iPad. And the questionnaire okay. is set up in a way to ask pointed questions, but also set up uh, who we are, you know. So right. one is I want to find out why, why they think martial arts is a good idea for the kid, what are the stuff they're looking for. But the very first page has all their information, and we just tell them, hey, if any of this information is incorrect, would you please update it? So that way, when they click submit, it goes right into Spark and it corrects whatever was incorrect. Oh yeah, I, I I love that. So even when you sign a new agreement from year to year, that new page. I, at first, when this happened to me, I was like freaking out. What am I? What is this? Something wrong? Did I? You know. But it pulls up the first page of all their contact info and it asks them to go through it and make sure it's updated and correct. And they hit next and then they go on to the contract. I, I just love that. It's it's genius. So if you use the yeah, so we created a, a survey that we use and then we click on, so of course we have them as an appointment. And then if you click on right. that button, the, the, check-in, the check-in button, yeah. and then you go down to their name, you sign them in, and then you click whatever form you want, and this one's the discovery session, then it right. pops up all their information in there. So when they click submit, it will change it. So that's one thing that we do is we double check all their information. And then they can right. add in additional information. So if dad's name was never in there, they could put dad's name in. 
Um, That's and great. then on through, we, we have, again, questions to find out more about them, why they want to do martial arts, questions to find out if we're going to be a right fit. Um, also, we go through our school policy with them. So they have right. to, uh, you know, because it says at the bottom of each page, by, by clicking next, you're agreeing to everything that you just read. Blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. And then all the way to the end, and they sign it, voila. Then the nice thing is I get that. So when I go to do my enrollment conference, I have all the selling points that they've told me that they want out of a program. Yeah. Right. Oh, you said right. that, you know, and then all that stuff. And then uh, even in the That's questionnaire, there's how, how, did, how did you hear about us, too? So I know yeah. how they heard about us for marketing purposes as well. Um, but that's, that's what the perfect. discovery session is all about. That's just that I love next it. touch. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's outstanding. I, I think that, you know, anything that we can do to build a tighter communication, and by the way, it's not, and this is a big point, even though it is, but it's not. It's not about talking to the masses. It's about talking to the individual, right? Because if people connect, then they're going to listen more intently and more, uh, you know, uh, they're going to be more excited about, you know, what you do and how it links to their child. The minute they start to lose that connection, you know, something else comes along. They want to do Ninja Warrior Gym Obstacle Course or something like that. They may be like, okay, well, why don't we switch it to that? But if they're so into the lesson and they believe in what they do because they're constantly being re reminded and the lessons are reinforced within them, they're going to be like, no, we don't want to stop. You know, buddy, you're not going to quit. You know, we want to keep you going, you know, that kind of thing. And, and they're going to be more likely, too, to get involved with the special events, buy the new shirt, whatever the case may be, because they love, they have that raving fan mentality. Right. Hey, let me right. ask you this. Um, so, you know, with my intermediate all the way through Black Belt, we've got a word of the week that we do. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, a character development lesson plan. My beginners is different, though, just because there's certain things that I need them to know and understand before they move forward. Um, right. I've always struggled with sometimes the parents can't hear what's going right. on, um, partly because, well, on one, if they're sitting on one side, there's a window there. They're never going to hear what's going on. But then right. the other one is open, but if there's a lot of talking going on in the hallway, the parents aren't really going to hear. Wow. With the computer system or the online system that we have with Spark, is there any way that you can think of that to our beginner students, we could relay them, relay to the parents what, what, what the message of the week was or the message of the day was or whatever, but in a way that um, we could set it up. Like what I don't want to do is I don't want to go in and every, every Monday I got to send this out and I got to create this right. list and send it. I don't want to do that. Right. I know that sounds horrible. Um, well, you, you could do it in an well, yeah, you could do it in an automation. I mean, you could set it up where it's an automation, and you pick out your words of the week, words of the month, way ahead of time, and then you set it. You know, it starts today, and you got to set it on today, you know, or Monday, and then seven days from then, it'll it'll send the next one out, and seven days again, and then you just do it. Or once a month, it's sending out your messages, and then you can have a very succinct, organized message going out with a text message and an email and so on. My, yeah, my problem is not every year is the same. So, you know, every 
uh, first week of September, we're not always necessarily doing the same uh, word of the week, if that makes sense. No, well, you would do a one-year plan, right? You'd start it February to January, right? You'd do 11 months of it for this year. <clears throat> and it would go out for the next 11 months automated, right? And then you'd have to build a new one for next year, starting as of January, and just do it for the 12-month cycle. So everyone okay. who joins and gets a tag, you know, uh, new members of Tri-State Martial Arts, right? The minute you tag them, they're going to start within that cycle. But you're right, though. That won't work because... No, because it's a rotating... It's, it's, wherever they come in, they come in. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Right, right. So if we're talking about yeah, then, week one right now, right. and then they come in, you know, three weeks from now, yeah. now we're talking about week three. Yeah, see, that's where right. I've not been able to automate any of that. Right. And I feel like that's true. The parents would... Uh, it would benefit the parents if they actually had... And maybe not the full script, but the idea right. of the script... So right. I don't know. I'm still mulling that over on how I want to do yeah. that. I know that that would enhance the uh, – I definitely have to give process. that some thought for you. Definitely give it some thought because that's definitely worth, you know, any time that you can set something up that's an automation. Unfortunately, sometimes automations kick you in the teeth. So, like, I'll have an automation yes, they that do. they get for their 30-day trial, and, and then they sign up, and then now it's saying, hey, you can get 10% off because I forgot to take them out of the automation that's trying to sign them up when I sign them up and then they got the offer for the 10% off. So you got to be really careful with automations as well. But um, yeah, so I think that, but that would be cool though, if you're sending that out, because I've done that before just recently. Like I just sent out, Hey, good morning. Hope everyone's doing well, like a message of the day or the one message of the week to the parents and the students, just a motivational kind of thing um, just to keep showing that we're a positive force in their lives and that, you know, they could discuss it with their kids and so on. So, the more we communicate, the better. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I don't yeah. know. I just awesome. thought maybe if you had a quick, quick idea, then we would do it. <laughs> so. Yeah, let let me let me give that some thought, and we'll come up with something. All right. Well, hey, it's been great today to catch up with you. Um, yeah. You know, the listeners probably thought that throughout the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, maybe I, you know, maybe we had a fight, and you and I weren't talking anymore. Yeah. We actually weren't weren't talking it's just because i've been extremely busy and and we're quite honest yeah. with you almost every weekend i've been out of town also because of volleyball so um right you know or college visits because we've been visiting colleges too so yeah. it's been just for you one thing after another i i know uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago and i don't mean to make light of this but it's kind of funny I, I wasn't able to be on the call because i had a uh um, a funeral that i had to go to my cousin had died right and um the, the night before the funeral, we had the wake, and I was trying to get out of the studio, and this lady is just talking to me. And I said, look, um, you know, Mrs. Altabani will set up a, uh, a time so that we can actually sit down and, and talk. I said, I have, a, I have a funeral that I assume I have a wake that I have to go to. And uh, she kept going. And I, about five more right. minutes into it, and I just kind of looked at my watch, and I said, and it was, it's quarter to seven. And I looked at my watch, and I go, uh, I go, um, you know what, I, I'm sorry. I said, I, I really have to go before they close the casket at 7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, oh, oh, she's kind of stopped her, stopped in her tracks. I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, I, but I had to kind of wake her up, you know, and not be rude. Yeah, but yeah. I, I got to go. I have a friend like that. Casket, lady. I have a friend like that said, you know, hey, listen, Dwayne, uh, it's not you, of course. Hey, Dwayne, I got to go. My living room is on fire. 
right now the house is burning down. I got to get out or else I'm going to die. Oh, yeah. So anyway, my mother and my – I'm like, did you not hear? I just told you the house, I got to go. Like, oh, yeah. Anyway, so what do you want to – I'm like, I got to go. I'm hanging up. Boom. And I'll hang up on the person. So sometimes if they don't they don't hear you and you, they just know that their time is most important. And, uh, you know, and listen, well, that's part of what we, we make them feel that way because their time is most important. And we always give them the time of day. But when we have to take that away, sometimes they don't understand it. Well, joke's on her. My cousin was cremated. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, dude. So great call. Next week we're going to – I'm going to hash it out with John Graydon, I think. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, you know, and we'll argue to death on the, uh, the traditions versus modernistic approach of martial arts. And um, So and am I going to be the mediator? Uh, you might have to be. Yeah, it okay. seems like this one's going to get a – I've argued this with, with um, you know, uh, different people like John Hackleman, and I had a big argument. I think I argued it out with John Braden many, 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 many years ago on this. Um, and I'm just – I have to be honest. I'm just so tired of people pretending that, you know – anyway, we'll talk about it then, but that how traditional martial arts are not really meant for fighting and self-defense, you know the Japanese would fight with swords and in live battle and kill each other. And, you know, that, that doesn't work in the real world. That's just fake stuff. Right. Now, now we're going to do a ground and pound and take them with two leg takedown, you know, I can take them to the, like, give me a break. Like, so these traditions that have been going on for thousands of years are um, stuff that works. And there's a reason why we do things that people, just because they don't see it doesn't mean it's not non-existent. But uh, so we'll chat about right. that next week. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate right. you and good to be back with you. And we'll chat next week and be back on the swing of things. And I hope everyone had a great time. And uh, do you want to close it up? Yeah, I just want to remind everybody that you can uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or, you know, Google uh, Play or wherever you, uh, Spotify, wherever you find your uh, podcast. We are there so you can do that. And then one last thing is I do want to remind you if you're interested in um, – uh, Gus Lopez doing your social media. Uh, he has that two-week free offer still that ends at the end of this month. So do us a favor. Go to schoolandertalk.com forward slash 228. That's the call that we did with him. So forward slash 228, schoolandertalk.com forward slash 228. There is his information there that you can uh, reach out to Gus. Um, or, you know, if you just uh, type something in uh, uh, into the uh, – uh, Actually, you can look up Gus Lopez if you, or even Lead Hunter Media online and let him know that uh, you listen to us uh, you know, on the podcast and he can get you the two weeks free. He'll, he'll run your ads for two weeks for free to see if uh, you like him and how many leads he can bring you in. So I just want to remind you that because yeah. that two-week free offer ends in a couple of days. J January 31st is the last time that you can take care or take advantage of that. Awesome. All right, dude, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Everybody, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day.